here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome back to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, episode 49, divisional round of the NFL playoffs. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, man. We had a good week, uh, or I should say super wild card weekend. We were both on the Niners that crushed. Um, so with some injury news, I, I think this is going to be a pretty fun little slate here if we have for divisional round. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into these bets. It was a pretty good weekend for us. Uh, biggest bet for me was the teaser between Tampa Bay and San Francisco. That came home really easily. Uh, Rams, we both talked. We actually texted on, online uh, Monday yeah. night. We were kind of bouncing back and forth. We eventually said, let's go on the Rams. Yeah, let's go on go the money Rams. line. They have Fade stars. Fade Cliff. <laughs> we decided we went Cliff. Cliff was worse than Safford. Uh, we were right. We were hyped about that. We couldn't believe that the line came from four and a half down to three. That three was yeah. an absolute smash spot. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the Rams do this week heading to Tampa Bay. Uh, might as well uh, jump right into it right after we talk about some champions around business. We have a paid boost ball contest that are running right now through the Super Bowl. All you got to do is go to the champions around app and sign up for one of those. We also have two seven six contests, one for Saturday, one for Sunday. We are giving away some more sick stuff. I can't believe that we still have stuff left in the vault, but we are going to empty the vault before this thing runs out. We got Joe Burrow, Trey Lance, Elvin Bethea, Josh Allen, JPP, and Shaq Barrett. All of those are up for grabs this weekend. We are also giving away, if you leave an app review for us on the Champions Round, uh, we're giving away a Dak signed football. Uh, we were going to save it because we thought maybe they'd win this week. <laughs> They did not. Maybe they'd so, be moving on. Nah. Yeah. We are throwing this to someone. All you got to do is leave an app review and you'll get into our spin wheel with a chance to win that item. All right. Let's move over. Saturday afternoon. First game on the board. Cincinnati Bengals fresh off a win against the Raiders. Barely held on, but we're clearly the better team there. Against the Tennessee Titans, they get Derrick Henry coming back to the lineup. Looking good in practice. Currently minus three and a half total is set at 47. This game opened up at three. The line, the money that I'm seeing right now, courtesy of the Action Network, bet percentage, 58%. Percentage of the money is 83% on the Titans. Uh, the over is garnering 74% of the bets and 97% of the money. I know what I'm supposed to do in this game, but we're getting into the gross territory. We're supposed to be on the Titans, right, Dan? Yeah, I, I put in the uh, a bet into the Action Network app early on as soon as this line dropped at three and a half to the Titans, just because I feel like I was actually surprised to see so much public interest in the Bengal in the uh, in the Titans here because I just figured, you know, with Joe Burrow just looking amazing, everyone was saying how he's like, you know, that next dude now over, you know, after beating the Raiders. But we were, we were a little, I bet on the Raiders honestly. I think they could have pulled out that game if had a little bit more luck go their way, maybe a couple better calls, but. Anyway, um, can we talk about that whistle for a second? I, hey, refs, I'm, I'm glad that Jerome and the crew are not refing anymore. That was the worst officiated take game. Them of off the playoffs. For, I mean, that, it's funny that they're not, yeah, they're just off for the rest of the playoffs. Like, I also, dude, oh. Mike, Mike Tirico and Drew Brees and NBC, screw you guys. You need to talk about that in the moment. Everyone clearly Facts. heard the whistle. Facts. The Raiders definitely stopped playing, 
And then if you go back and look in real time versus what they reposted, they made that the sound on the uh, on the whistle later than it was in real time. We all heard it before he caught the ball. It was ridiculous. Now, would it have still been a touchdown if you don't put the whistle? Maybe, but that was like beyond ridiculous. And the letter of the law is you have to go back and replay the fucking play. Replay the I, you got to replay the play. Like unbelievable. Just acting like they don't know the rules anymore. So yeah, after that point. You know, I thought that the fix was in, not that it was, but that was some <laughs> bullshit. Anyway, I just got to, I got to fade the, the, the Cincinnati Bengals here. I, I think having Derrick Henry back and you you just said it well, like he looks good in practice. That's all I need to see. And even if Derrick Henry doesn't get his normal, you know, 25 carry type workload, I think De- Deontay Foreman looked good enough spelling him in his, um in his absence that they could run the ball all day on this on this Cincinnati Bengals team that could be missing their best D tackle. We don't know yet, but um, I got to expect that Mike Vrabel, he's coached up this team that was pretty much next to nothing, you know, without A.J. Brown, without Julio Jones for much of the season and somehow got it done. I think they can win this one by way more than three and a half. So if there's any alt lines out there, I might I might be looking into those, too, because I think Cincinnati's their their luck is also going to run out at a certain point here. And I think going to Tennessee. Um, after that game that they should have probably taken care of business if, you know, they realized what they had, considering that the Raiders just pretty much uh, handed them the game. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm backing up the Tennessee Titans here. All right, so I am with you. I did bet the Bengals initially, I think it was my first bet of the week, as a teaser piece uh, from three and a half to nine and a half. Oh, absolutely tease them up. Absolutely. Might as well do that one and get it on the board. Uh, yeah. The Titans thing, I – look – on the surface, I think that the Bengals can absolutely keep up with them. Joe Burrow is awesome. Jamar Chase, I mean, you saw what he did last week. He was an absolute monster. Crazy. Their defense playing pretty well. But here's the deal. The Titans have a gigantic advantage over the Bengals on both the offensive and defensive line. In the playoffs, that's where you're going to win. I think that Burrow's going to be in a lot of trouble in this game. I think he'll be forced into turnovers. I think that Tennessee will be able to run the ball at will, control the clock, they're going to be able to get off exactly what their game plan is. The question is, can Joe Burrow find Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd enough down the field and break some big ones and put Tennessee in a position early where they have to play catch-up? That's how you always beat the Titans in the playoffs. If the Titans get a lead, this game is a wrap. It's over. You're not coming back on Tennessee with the way that they play with Derrick Henry getting the ball. So uh live line wise i i think that if the titans get up you can bet them at any number feel very comfortable and you can yeah. also bet the under in that situation if the Bengals are up i'd probably take them too to be honest with you and i'd probably take the over in that situation so i i definitely think they're correlated i think that the titans getting a lead and holding on to it is a more likely scenario here so i will bet tennessee at three and a half if the public comes in on cincinnati and this ever hits three absolutely will bang that for for the titans um yeah. initial lean is towards the under 47 uh i just think the titans are going to absolutely control the clock in this game i agree on the lead on the under here um we, we saw how much tennessee struggled to move the ball at various points in the season and if you're if you're describing what, I, what i'm hearing is uh, a game where joe burrow might be under duress you know you can't expect cincinnati to just put points on the board like that so um yeah, I'm expecting a, a bit of a dogfight here, and the, this game is going to certainly be won by the offense and defensive line. So I, I like the underplay with that as well. All right, let's move over to Sunday or Saturday night football. Uh, Green Bay minus six hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Over is 47 as well. Let's look at the money. 59% of the bets, 60% of the money are on the Packers. 53% of the bets, 51% of the money 
is on the over 47. So really tight there. This line has crept up, opened at four and a half. Now it's six. All, in my opinion, based on the Jimmy G injury news, where he has a sprained shoulder and he has the finger issue. Right. He's expected to play, but said to reporters he's not going to be 100%. That's Jimmy G. He's always never 100%, so I don't know how much that means. <laughs> but he did he did hurt his shoulder against the Cowboys. He clearly didn't play as well down the stretch. He's right. going to have to play against a in Lambeau, where it's going to be zero degrees out, which isn't going to be good for getting your shoulder warm. It's a legitimate issue. Uh, I do not think that they feel comfortable starting Trey Lance in this game, so I think it will be Jimmy regardless. Uh, but that's definitely why this line has moved. And bringing it to six made it very attractive for me to put the Packers in a tease, getting them down to a pick em. Uh, That's the only bet I've made on this game so- thus far. San Francisco, in general, has had the Packers' number. I know the Packers won the game earlier this year, but they needed a 51-yarder from Crosby to win it. Uh, that ain't happening this week in zero-degree weather in Lambeau, and the fact that Crosby stinks. Um, so my initial lead is probably uh, San Francisco plus six, but my favorite bet right now in this game is to take the Packers from six to a pickup. Yeah, I like the the tease the the Packers down here. I thought I originally bet this. I actually had San Francisco plus five and a half. Just missed the boat on on uh, on, on terms of the Jimmy G news. I felt a lot better about that bet before they came out and said that how serious his, his shoulder injury could be. Could be smoke and mirrors, though, because as you said, when is Jimmy G not hurt? Um, yep. If anything, I feel like this could be even more reason to to have some you could have some buyer's luck here and potentially have, you know, if we see more action moving towards the Packers, you'll get even better value on the on the Niners as the week progresses here. But the one thing I think you, you do have on the Niners is that they can run the ball. And anytime you're able to dominate with that offensive line and consistently run the ball, I don't, the sport are always in a better position when Jimmy G doesn't have to do anything like throw the ball and turn it over. Um, I saw a stat that they're like eight, seven and one um, ATS when Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't throw an interception or doesn't have a turnover. So, you know, the strength of the Niners is not Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's not like this is like the, the gating factor here of this team, you know, really being competitive. I did have my concerns about the Packers over the course of the, the season in terms of defense. They are getting Yair Alexander back, which should be huge for them. Randall Cobb also is, is apparently getting activated, so Aaron Rodgers will have a couple more weapons at his disposal. But, um, yeah, the Packers, man, 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven as a home favorite. And you got to expect, I mean, they've been just dominating at Lambeau. It's probably the main stadium that actually has a home field advantage, like a true home field advantage in the NFL. So, I love teasing them down. I don't know that I want to trust the Packers to take care of it in six at this point. Um, probably would have bought in at a lower number, but um, yeah, I, I love the teaser play here. Yeah. I mean, the, the path for the 49ers is run the ball with Debo, Elijah Mitchell, keep yeah. them off the field, long sustained drives. Running. Yeah. Kind of what the Titans want to do. And you can yeah. put the Packers in the hole. And the best thing that you could do to prevent Aaron Rodgers from beating you is to keep his ass on the sidelines. So the, the 49ers definitely know what they're supposed to do. My concern, if I'm rooting for San Francisco outside of the Jimmy G injury news with his shoulder, is that their cornerbacks stink. And Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott did the worst possible job you could do <laughs> to target their cornerbacks. They didn't even go yeah. out. And there's something that Troy, Troy Aikman said, and I'm not the biggest Troy Aikman fan, but what he said no, he today. No, was, he, was, he was on fire on <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Yeah. What, what he said 
was, look, they're playing the soft coverage against CD Lamb on the outside. You want to run your scheme. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just target the guy 15 times. He's going to catch the ball and win most of the battles. Yeah. Why aren't you doing that? Move the ball down the field to your best playmaker. Why aren't you utilizing him? I know that your scheme says to do one thing, but look, you know the San Francisco's cornerbacks stink. Go throw to him. Guess who in the world is going to throw to their receiver every goddamn time again? Devonta Adams might Devonta have Adams. 17 catches in, yeah. in this game. Aaron is going to target the shit out of him, and when they shade over, he'll go the other side up to Lazard, and you're going to look at some big passing plays on that side. So uh, I, I definitely think that San Francisco, we've talked about it all year, that their cornerbacks are a real liability. They are. Look, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the guy. It's going to be him and Brady who are going to exploit the shit out of that matchup. So that that's a really, really big concern for San Francisco. Do we, do we have an update on Joey Bosa? Because that's also – or Nick Bosa. Sorry. Uh, Nick Bosa. Um, uh, yeah. Concussion. Concussion. Short week. Likely be cleared. You know how it is with these playoff guys. Right. It doesn't matter. It's like, look, we talked about it last week. There are no COVID cases in the NFL. It's, it's gone. It doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. They stopped talking about it. Concussions <laughs> magically wiped off. They're all good. So It's playoffs, play. man. We ain't got no COVID. Hell out of here yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I just saw Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa was on the practice field, and he's on track to play. So that's yeah. huge. That's huge for the Niners. Um, they're going to need to get any kind of pass rush to Aaron Rodgers. Otherwise, he's just going to have all day to throw. It doesn't matter the weather conditions, man. I trust Aaron Rodgers more than I trust mo most of the quarterbacks that are left in the playoffs here. So I know that that will probably lead into one of our one of our next games of quarterbacks that I don't trust. Um, all right, let's let's talk about because I know exactly where you're going here. <laughs> uh, Sunday morning, Rams plus three at Tampa Bay. Total sitting at forty eight. Money. 43% of the bets, 65% of the money on the Buccaneers, 87% of the bets, and 98% of the money is on the over here. Yet, it opened at 49 and a half and is sitting at 48, so do with that what you will. I already placed a bet on this one. It opened at Tampa Bay two and a half. Your guy decided to unload the entire clip <laughs> on that bet. Uh, I also bet it at minus three. Yeah, you could talk me into a Rams plus nine. It's not a bad spot, but... Look, the Rams are on a short week, have to travel, have to go play Tom Brady in Tampa on his home field. They don't lose at home. This offense always clicks regardless of who's playing at home. Uh, Rams looked really good, but let's remember, they were playing Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, the kings of sucking in the second half of the season. To me, not that impressive of a win. DeAndre Hopkins didn't play in that game. That was a huge difference. Right. Kyler ran two times. Cliff, what the fuck are you doing? You know that you have the mobile quarterback, right? He's fucking awesome. Uh, so, yeah, give me Tampa Bay at minus two and a half, minus three all day. I really don't get as much love for the Rams as, uh, as out there, except for the fact that Tampa Bay's offensive line obviously yeah. dinged up. Jensen's yeah. playing. Jensen played the rest of the Eagles game. He came back. Worfs, don't know if he's going to play. That's a big loss. Rams' off defensive line obviously is awesome, but if you trust one guy to game plan around it and get the ball out of his hands quickly, it's TB12. Yeah, man, I'm I'm fading Stafford all day here. They had a cakewalk of a matchup last week. Kyler Murray was out there looking like Jalen Hurts. I don't even know what that offense. At least Jalen ran. At least I mean, Jaylen at least I mean, at least Jalen started to get going in the fourth quarter. Kyler just looked like he was just outmatched, outwitted. I mean, I that was game planning, right? Like that was all to me. That was Cliff unfolding in prime time in the moment where you expect him to fold, and we called it. And it's fortunate for Matt Stafford. He didn't have to throw the ball that much because the defense made spectacular plays. We saw Cam Akers just look like a monster shouts to him, man. It's just unbelievable what that guy's doing less than a year removed 
Listen, wait, how, how many months did it take them to recover from a torn? Like a, six Achilles? and a half months. Six and a half. That's ridiculous. Like, so I think there's a whole lot of, I mean, Odo Beckham's throwing passes. Like there's this whole big hype chain about the, uh, the Rams here that I think they're, they're going to fall to grace here when they go to Tampa. And I, I mean, you're right. Christian worse is going to be a huge injury impact for the bucks. We saw him struggling to even get through the game. But he was going up against the Eagles, and honestly, I didn't think the Bucks even looked that great, and they still put 31 points on the board. I, I'd be worried if I'm the Rams. Matt Stafford is going to have to throw the ball and make those tough plays. I don't know that he has the. I don't know if he has it to do it. So I bet this heavy. I loaded the clip as well on the Bucks at two and a half, and uh, yeah, I, I, you can't not bet Tom Brady at home to me. Like I just, it, to me, I just think that this is the Rams' opportunity to really show who they are. They're not ready. McVay hasn't been in a spot like this. Since it's been some time, but I mean, I think he's going to realize like, you know, Matt Stafford, he may throw for a lot of yards and may get all these accolades. But when the game's on the line, this is when it gets real. And I'm trusting Tom Brady, not not Matt Stafford. Let's be honest. If TB's got the ball less last, this bet's a lock. Come on. Lock. Yeah, absolutely. And at two right. and a half, like that, you, I get to win on a field goal. Like, come on. Let's, yeah, let's go. What What's your read on the uh, over under here at 48? That's uh, man, that's that's interesting, man, because like I kind of want to lean to the under here because I don't I feel like maybe we, we actually get because Stafford, he can get pressure, too. And, you know, we've seen him make a lot of bad throws. Um, he can take sacks. Um, Yeah, that's tough, man. I, I feel like I lean the under here, but I, I could definitely understand the argument for a shootout. All right. Uh, I'm not sure where I land either. We'll uh, maybe on the Friday show, we'll have more of an opinion on that. All right. Last game on the board. This is the big boy Sunday night football or their version of Sunday night football. Uh, Buffalo now looks like plus two and a half at Kansas city total sitting at 54 uh, on the board. 36% of the bets, 80% of the money on the bills. No shocker there. 77% of the bets, 98% of the money on the over. I'll tell you a couple things here. One, I already used Buffalo in every teaser possible. Two and a half to eight and a half. That is a, a smash Gotta bot do for it. me. Got to do Absolute it. Absolute smash bot. I bet the under of 55. Every time that it hits 55, I will continue to bet it. 54, no go. But if it goes 55, 55 and a half, like, totals this high in the playoffs, eight and one to the under. The only one that covered actually was the Chiefs Bills last year. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> one of so, the best games in a while. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Earlier this year, Bills at Kansas City. Bills won 38-20. to 20. I just think it'd be a little little uh, tighter butthole here. Yeah, a little yeah. little uh, anxiety <laughs> going. Uh, sorry, guys. I had to get that. Uh, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I like the money line minus 135, especially if you want to pair it all the way up and down the board and have some fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Bills have the goods to beat them, and they look like the best team in the NFL last week. Yeah, I'm with you on the the under 55, but over 54. Um, I see both of those numbers in the market here, but I think 55 is where I, I'd probably cap it at to take the under. Man, this game is just so hard to cap, mainly because the Bills just look phenomenal against the the New uh, the New England Patriots, and the Chiefs made light work of it too. But like, you got to expect like I don't know, there's, there's just something going on with the Bills where they just turned it up at the right time. And, uh, you know, the Chiefs, they're going to be getting some of their key players back. Tyreek Hill didn't have a very good game, but, like, I also don't think that he was really playing uh, to his full extent. They didn't need him to. 
Uh, but it looks like CAH is going to be back, which is, I guess, kind of good news for the Chiefs, but like not really. Why? Jarek McKinnon looks like the fucking. Jarek McKinnon is looking like a baller, making everyone scoop him up in Dynasty, getting them Dynasty shares again. Um, so, you know, like I feel like Mahomes versus Allen, this is just going to be a shootout. I love the teaser play. I think that that's the best way to play this because I too agree. Like maybe you could throw the Chiefs in like a round robin uh, money line parlay type of thing, but. I just I just find it hard to believe that the Chiefs are going to let this go at home, knowing that they lost it last year uh, with Mahomes not at full strength. I think he's going to come out as a man possessed. But ultimately, I love the Bills to keep it within eight and a half points. So I think that that's a really, really, really sharp play and putting them in a teaser. Look, Patrick Mahomes has only lost two games in the playoffs ever, and they were both the Tom Brady. So. <laughs> until someone else, until someone else proves that uh, that you can beat yeah. Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, I don't, I don't and... know if I'm ready for a change into the guard quite yet, man. This Bills team is good, but I just, uh, it's it's hard to bet off. But I can't bet against Mahomes. It's like Mahomes right. and Brady, unless it's going to come to Aaron Rod, or you know Brady having to travel to Lambeau again. That's the only one that I'm like, damn, this is going to be tough. But yeah, I got to lean with the Chiefs. We talked about it last week that the Bills were going to unlock Josh Allen, and they absolutely did. Uh, 60 rushing yards and like yeah. cons- like i mean he's just balling on fool he had man. 41 on the close. first drive it totally changed the whole dynamic of what yeah. the patriots wanted to do on defense i anticipate they'll do the same thing yeah. let him run as much as you want to that's the best thing that you can do for this offense yeah. get devin singletary running the ball after josh Allen. really great for you guys it opens up everything that you want to do this Kansas City chiefs defense has been awesome awesome over the last I don't know, 13 weeks of the season ever since they were terrible at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, This Bills defense can mess you up in a lot of ways too. It's a really interesting battle. I just think that the the Bills eight and a half teaser is the safest way to play this game. Otherwise, I don't feel great about it, but I am with you. If I, if gun to head, I'm taking my homes at home for sure. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. And uh, the over, I mean, overs hit eight no in the Bills last eight as an underdog. Um, let's see with the KC side. Yeah, KC's over six, six and zero in uh in overs their last six. So I mean, both of these teams are firing on all cylinders here. So fifty five just seems a bit rich, but I I see the argument for uh taking an over here, man, because I you got to expect both of these quarterbacks to show out. I mean, I think for my money, these are probably the two best teams in the NFL right now. So I was going to say, do you, like, think, do you think this is this is pretty much the uh, AFC Super Bowl contender right here? Like, it's got to be. It's, it's one of these two teams. Well, here's the thing: if they just beat the crap out of each other, and then Tennessee just gets like the the wounded warrior <laughs> version of one of these teams, yeah, they just walk right through them. I could see that scenario. It's like you Man. remember, like you get you get to the Final Four in college basketball, and you right. play this ep- like UCLA Gonzaga last year, right? They yeah. play this epic game. Gonzaga wins in overtime on the Suggs half half uh, quarter, and then they're flat as and they, shit. And they can't do anything yeah. against Baylor in the national championship game. Right? It could be. It could be. This could be just like a. Could you see like a, a double overtime, like 45-42 game where they just beat the crap out of each other? And Tennessee comes in next week. It's like, yeah, we're gonna beat you seventeen seven. So what we'll you're saying is, place. I should take a future on the Tennessee Titans to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe or. or Maybe you could do like a Titans and Bengals. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's worth investigating, man. I'm about to I'm about to look it up right now and see what uh what odds I'm getting because I feel like Tennessee they're definitely not uh 
I'd probably rank them as what? Maybe the fourth best? Uh, second? Word? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could run through it. I would put KC, Buffalo, Green Bay, Tampa Bay all above them. Right. Uh, I'd I probably. San, so, yeah. How San Francisco's rank a better Ram? team. San Francisco's Definitely. a better team, but harder path. Uh, Rams are a better. I mean, the Rams are a better. They're the seventh best team left in the playoffs. They're just yeah, playing so the eighth best team second in the playoffs. Worst, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got the luckiest matchup ever. They lose their entire team. They get the one seed, and then they're going to play the fucking Bengals. They avoid the Bills and the Chiefs, and they're going to get like the meat stew version of the Chiefs and, or Bills. It's like the easiest path ever to the Super Bowl for a shitty team. So we got plus 310 for the Titans to be the AFC representative representers. So they have the, the second bet, the third, third best odds in the division. Bengals are worst plus five. Yeah. I, I mean, that Bengals one's kind of sneaky. If you think that just these two teams are going to get beat up on, I mean, I don't believe yeah. in that one at all, but it's, it's kind of sneaky. They have the longest odds to uh, make it to the, to the Super Bowl right now, the Bengals at plus five fifty, and the Niners are second at plus five hundred. So, you know what I love we'll about see. this podcast? You won't get anywhere else. We started this podcast shitting on the Bengals, and we ended <laughs> no. up at the end of the podcast wanting to bet them to make it with the AFC. No one else will do that. No one else. <laughs> Fucking gross, man. That's that's where we're at right now. But hey, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a, I'll sprinkle a little something on it. Uh, These I love the, it. wilder things, wilder things have happened. So that I, I'm that's, with you. That makes me so happy. That's like the perfect way to end the podcast. All right. Uh, episode 49 in the can. Dan, as always, thank you so much. We'll be back. Episode 50 Friday. Best bets. Divisional weekend. Giving away some goodies. Remember to make sure to go to the Champions Round app. Go play 7-6. Go play boost ball. We're giving away all the sorts of stuff. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Dak, Trey Lance, JPP, Shaq Barrett. All the good stuff. Uh Good luck on all the uh, NBA bets until we get to uh, Saturday. I'll be trailing. Yes, sir. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Peace.